Chapter 16, text 1. It looks like the chapter is beginning, and on Sundays you have Chetan Chetan. So, <clears throat> text 1. This chapter is entitled as Lord Chaitanya's Attempt to Go to Vrindavan. Gauradhanam Gauramekaha Shinchan Shalokanam Ritai Swalokanam Ritai Bhavagni Dagdha Janata Virudha Samajivaya Samajivaya Gauradhanam Gauramegha Sinchan Salokanam Ritai Bhavagni Dagdha Janata Virudha Samajivaya Gauradhanam Gauramegha Sinchan Swalokanam Ritai Bhavagni Dagdha Janata Virudha Samajivaya Gauradhanam Gauramegha Sinchan Swalokanam Ritai Bhavagni Dagdha Janata Virudha Samajivaya Mataji. 
गौड़ उद्यान अपॉन द गार्डन नोन एज गौड़ देश गौड़ मेघ द क्लाउड नोन एज गौड़ सिंचन पोरिंग वॉटर स्व हिज ओन आलक नाम with the nectar of the glands bhava agni by the blazing fire of material existence dagdha having been burnt janata the people in general virudha who are like creepers and plants samajivayat revived translation by the divine grace shri prabhupada by the nectar of his personal glands the cloud known as sri chaitanya mahaprabhu poured water upon the garden of gaudadesha and revived the people who were like creepers and plants burning in the forest fire of material existence please repeat after me by the nectar of his personal glands by the nectar of his personal glands the cloud known as shri gaurav i'm sorry the cloud known as shri chaitanya mahaprabhu the cloud known as shri chaitanya mahaprabhu poured water poured water upon the garden of gauradhesh upon the garden of gauradhesh and revived the people and revived the people who are like creepers and plants who are like creepers and plants burning in the forest fire of material existence burning in the forest fire of material existence quite a few verses don't have any purport so we just carry on reading jayo jayo gaurachandra jayo nitananda जयाद्वैत चंद्र जय गौरभक्तवृंद ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु ऑल ग्लोरीज टू लॉर्ड नित्यानंद ऑल ग्लोरीज टू अद्वैत चंद्र ऑल ग्लोरीज टू ऑल द डिवोटीज ऑफ द लॉर्ड प्रभुर हईल इच्छा जाइते वृंदावन सुनिया प्रताप रुद्र हईल विमान Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu decided to go to Vrindavan, and Maharaj Pratap Rudra became very morose upon hearing this news. Shadbhoom or Ramanandu Anidui Jan, Duha ke kohin Raja Binayo Bachan. The king therefore called for Sarvam Bhattacharya and Ramanandu Roy, and Ramanandu Roy, and he spoke the following submissive words to them. नीलाद्रिछारी प्रभुर मन अन्नत्र जाइते तुमरा करहो जत्न ताहारे राखीते प्रतापरुद्र महाराज सेड प्लीज एंडेवर टू कीप श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु हियर एट जगन्नाथपुरी फॉर नाउ ही इज थिंकिंग ऑफ गोइंग एल्सवेयर ताहा बिनाई राज्य मोरे नाही भाय गोसाई राखीते करहो नाना उपाय Without Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu this kingdom 
is not pleasing to me. Therefore, please try to devise some plan to enable the Lord to stay here. Ramananda Sarvabhoma Duijana Sthane Tave Yukti Kare Prabhu Jabo Vrindavane After this, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself consulted Ramananda Roy and Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya, saying, I shall go to Vrindavan. Duhe Kahe Rathajatra Karodarasan Kartik Aile Tave Koriho Kaman Ramananda Raya Sarvam Bhattacharya requested the Lord to observe first the Rathajatra festival. Then, when the month of Kartik arrived, he could go to Vrindavan. Kartik aile kahe ebe mahashi dolojatra dekhi jao ehi bhadurit. However, when the month of Kartik came, the both told the Lord, Now it's very cold. It is better that you wait to see the Dola Jatra festival and then go. That will be very nice. Ajikali kori uthai bibitho upai jaiti shanmati nailai bichyadir bhai. In this way, they both presented many impediments in indirectly not granting the Lord permission to go to Vrindavan. They did this because they were afraid of separation from him. Jaddopi shatantra prabhu naheni baram bhakto ichabina prabhu nakare gaman Although the Lord is completely independent and incapable, and incapable of being, being checked by anyone, he still did not go without the permission of his devotees. Trityobat Sarajave Shab Gore Bhaktogan Nilachali Chalite Shabar Then for the third year all the devotees of Bengal wanted to return again to Jagannathpuri. Shabemeli Galajadito Acharjiro Pashe Prabhudekita Acharjo Chalila Ullashe. All the Bengali devotees gathered around Adrita Acharya. And in great jubilation, Advaita Acharya departed to Jagannath Puri to see Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Jatopi Prabhur Agga Gaurete Rohite Nittananda Prabhuke Premuhokti Prakashite Tathapicholila Mahaprabhure Dekhite Nittananda Premucheshta Kepare Ujite. Although the Lord told Nittananda Prabhu to stay in Bengal, and spread ecstatic love of God, Nitananda left to go Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Who can understand Nitananda Prabhu's ecstatic Nitananda Prabhu's ecstatic love? Acharjuratna Vidanidhi Shribashramai Bashudev Murari Govindaditin Bhai Raghav Pandit Nijo Jhali Shajaya Kulingram Bashichale Bhattudorilaya. All the devotees of Navadip departed, including Advaita, Acharya Ratna, Vidyanidhi, Shribash, Ramai, Vasudev, Murari, Govinda, and his two brothers, and Raghav Pandit, who took bags of assorted foods, the inhabitants of Kulingram carrying silken ropes also departed. 
খণ্ডবাসী নরহরি শ্রীরঘুনন্দন সর্বভক্ত চলে তারে কে করে বনন নরহরি অ্যান্ড শ্রী রঘুনন্দন হু ওয়ার ফ্রম দ্য ভিলেজ অফ খণ্ড অ্যান্ড মেনি আদার ডেভোটিজ অলসো ডিপার্টেড হু ক্যান কাউন্ট দেন শিবানন্দ সেন করে ঘাটি সমাধান সবারে পালন করি সুখে লইয়া যান শিবানন্দ সেন হু ওয়াজ ইন চার্জ অফ দ্য পার্টি মেড অ্যারেঞ্জমেন্টস টু ক্লিয়ার দ্য ট্যাক্স কালেক্টিং সেন্টার্স হি টু কেয়ার অফ অল দ্য ডিভোটিজ অ্যান্ড হ্যাপিলি ট্রাভেল উইথ দ্যান সবার সব কার্য করেন দ্যান বাসস্থান শিবানন্দ জানে উড়িয়া পথের সন্ধান শিবানন্দ সেন টু কেয়ার অফ অল দ্য নেসেসিটিজ অফ ডিভোটিজ রিকোয়ার্ড In particular, he made arrangements for residential quarters and he knew the roads of Odisha. Shibatshar Prabhu dekhite chale, Shibatshar Prabhu dekhite sabdhakurani, Cholila Acharya Sange Achyuta Janani. That year, all the wives of the devotees, Thakurani, also went to see Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sita Devi, the mother of Achyutananda, went with Advaita Acharya. Shibash Pandit Sange Cholila Malini, Shibananda Sange Chale Taharo Grihini. Shibash Pandit also took his wife Malini, and the wife of Shibananda Sen also went with her husband. Shibananda Balaknam Chaitanya Dash, দেহ চলিতে চলিয়াছে প্রভুরে দেখিতে উল্লাস চৈতন্য দাস দ্য সান অফ শিবানন্দ সেন অলসো জুবিনাচার্যরত্ন সঙ্গে চলে তাহার গৃহিণী তাহার প্রেমের কথা কহিতে না জানি দ্য ওয়াইফ অফ চন্দ্রশেখর আচার্য রত্ন অলসো ওয়েন I cannot speak of the greatness of Chandrasekhar's love for the Lord. Shab Thakurani Maha Prabhu ke bhikha dite, Prabhu nana priyadrabbo nilo kharavite. To offer Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu various types of food, all the wives of the great devotees brought from home various things that pleased Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. শিবানন্দ সেন করে সব সমাধান ঘাটিয়াল প্রবতি দেন সবারে বাসস্থান শিবানন্দ সেন ইউজ টু মেক ওল অ্যারেঞ্জমেন্টস ফর দ্য পার্টিস মেনিফেসিটি ইন পার্টিকুলার হি ইউজ টু স্পেসিফাই দ্য মেন ইন চার্জ অফ লেভিং ট্যাক্সেস হি ফাউন্ড রেস্টিং প্লেসেস ফর ভক্ষ দিয়া করেন সবার সর্বত্র পালনে পরম আনন্দে যান প্রভুর দর্শনে শিবানন্দ সেন অলসো সাপ্লাইড ফুড টু অল দ্য ডিভোটিজ অ্যান্ড টু কেয়ার অফ দেন অ্যালং দ্য ওয়ে ইন দিস ওয়ে ফিলিং গ্রেট হ্যাপিনেস হি ওয়েন টু সি শ্রী চৈতন্য মহাপ্রভু অ্যান্ড জগন্নাথ পুরী রেমোনায় আসিয়া কইল গোপীনাথ দর্শন আচার্য করিল তাহা কীর্তন নর্তন ওয়েন দে অল অ্যারাইভ এট রেমোনা দে ওয়েন টু সি লর্ড গোপীনাথ 
in the temple there. Adrita Chaviya danced and chanted. Nittanandir Polichai Shab Shivakoshani Bhuta Shanman Ashi Kuila Shivakani. All the priests of the temple All the priests of the temple had been previously acquainted with Sri Nityananda Prabhu. Therefore, they all came to offer great respects to the Lord. Sheiratri Shab Mahanta Tahai Rohila Barokhir Aniyage Shebakudhodila. That night, all the great devotees remained in the temple, and the priests brought twelve pots of condensed milk which they placed before the Lord Nityananda Prabhu. Khir Bhati Shabare Dilo Prabhu Nityananda Khir Prashad Paiya Shabar Puril Barilo Ananda When the condensed milk was placed before Nityananda Prabhu, he distributed the prashad to everyone. And thus everyone, everyone's transcendental bliss increased. Madhav Purir Katha Gopal Sthapan Tahare Gopal Jaiche Magilo Chandan They then all discussed the story of Sri Madhavendra Puri's installation of the Gopal deity and they discussed how Gopal baked sandalwood from him. Tarlagi Gopinath Khir Koi Tarlagi Gopinath Khir Churi Koi Mahaprabhur Mukhyagi Ekatha Shumila. It was Gopinath who stole condensed milk for the for the sake of Mahaprabhu for the sake of Madhavendra Puri. The incident had been previously related by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. Sheshav, Sheikatha, Shabar Mudhe, Kohinitananda, Shunya Bhishnav Muni, Barilo Ananda. The same narration was again related to Nityananda. The same narration was again related by Lord Nityananda to all the devotees, and their transcendental bliss increased as they heard the story again. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The word Mahaprabhu Mukhe from the mouth of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are significant because Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu first heard the story of Madhavendra Puri from his spiritual master, Sripad Ishwar Puri. For this story refers to Mantra Lila chapter 4, verse 18. After staying at Sri, after staying at Sri Adhita's house in Shantipur for some time, the Lord narrated the story of Madhavendra Puri to Nityananda Prabhu, Jagadananda Prabhu, Damodar Pandit, and Mukunda Das. When they went to Ramuna, to the temple of Gundicha, I'm sorry, the temple of Gopinath, sorry. When they went to Ramuna, to the temple of Gopinath, he described Mahaprabhu. He described Madhavananda Puri's installation of the Gopal Deity as well as Gopinath's stealing of condensed milk. Due to this incident, Lord Gopinath became well known as Khirchor, the thief who stole condensed milk.
condensed milk so <clears throat> this first verse is actually very important but i didn't want to discuss that at that time because there was no purport to that verse generally the first verse often describes the the essence of the chapter the whole chapter so the essence of the whole chapter this chapter is entitled the lord's attempt to go to vrindavan and uh, it has been pointed out by the nectar of his person by the nectar of his personal glance the cloud known as shri chaitanya mahaprabhu poured water upon the garden of gaudatesh and revived the people who are like creepers and plants burning in the forest fire of material existence actually the essence of this particular verse also is similar to what we sing every day every morning samsara dava nalalita loka tranaya karana khana samsara dava samsar means material existence this materialistic existence where we try to enjoy through sense gratification and that causes us in a cycle of birth and death we get trapped into the cycle of birth and death. although essentially we all are immortal living entities the jeevas are immortal the soul is immortal but losing that essential nature of the soul the living entity become trapped in a cycle of birth and death a living entity begins to identify himself with this body and the acceptance of a new body is identified as birth and departure from an old body is death in this way a living entity keeps on transmigrating in this material nature from one body to another so that that cycle is called samsara the cycle of birth and death <coughs> and being born here what do we get we are constantly suffering is like being trapped in a forest fire samsara therefore has been compared to davana forest fire so everybody in this material nature is burning in this forest fire of material existence but then comes okay one point here is the forest fire cannot be extinguished by any other means no amount of fire brigade can extinguish the forest fire the only way the forest fire the blazing forest fire can be extinguished if there is torrents of rain so the living entities in the material nature is suffering and there is no way out of it the only way the living entity suffering condition can be mitigated 
if there is the nectarian shower of Krishna consciousness. Tranaya karuna ghana ghanaptam. Ghana ghana means cloud. The cloud that pours torrents of water. So <clears throat> that is the mercy of the spiritual master. Like unless and until one comes in contact with a bona fide spiritual master, one cannot get out of the cycle of birth and death. Because nobody has this information. The only person who has the information of how to get out of this material uh, suffering, material condition of existence is Krishna consciousness. Therefore, only those who know this secret can deliver one from his suffering condition. And that uh, process was initially brought by Sri Chaitanya and the bona fide spiritual masters are simply distributing that, what Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to do. Therefore, uh, here it has been compared that Gauradesh is like a, a garden. Gauradesh means the land of, uh, land of Bengal, one can say. There are two essential spiritual aspects in this material nature. One is uh, one is Brajamandal or Mathura Mandal and the other is Gauramandal. Gaurama Shigaura Mandala Bhumi Jivajane Chintamani Tarhai Brajabhume Bash. One who knows that this Gauramandala Bhumi is non-different from Vrindavan. That means Vrindavan is an extension of spiritual world and similarly this Gauramandal is also an extension of the spiritual world. And the spiritual world is composed of Chintamani, touchstone. So, and when one understands that, although he is situated in Gauramandal, or the land of Gauramandal, Bengal, today's Bengal, he resides in Vrindavan, Tarhoi Brajobhumi because there is no difference between Gauramandal Bhumi and Mathuramandal So, Brajomandal Bhumi. So, here the land of Gauramandal or Bengal has been compared to a garden. And the living entity in Gauramandal, what was their condition? Although it is a garden uh, full of beautiful creepers and plants and birutas, uh, but uh, they were drying up. They were drying up with the scorching heat of materialistic influence of the age of Kali. Kali Yuga cause as it is the material nature is a place of suffering. And this suffering becomes extremely intensified in this age of Kali. So in the age of Kali, the living entities uh, like the creepers in uh, creepers and plants in the beautiful flower garden 
they were at, they were all drying out. But then came Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who has been compared to a cloud, and he started to shower the nectar, reviving samaji vayat, reviving them, those living. So that's what Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did. He came and he distributed Krishna consciousness all over Bengal. He started it there. Then he went to Jagannath Puri. Then he started to travel, went all the way to South India. And then he went all the way to Vrindavan. And whenever, wherever he went, he distributed Krishna Prima. Jare dakhe tare kohe tante trina kohe amare kiniya lahu bhajuko lahari. The distributing agent, the main distributor of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Krishna Prem was Nityananda Prabhu. Nityananda Prabhu therefore has been compared to the soul selling agent. In business, you get the manufacturer. The manufacturer doesn't sell. He gives the right of soul selling agency to somebody. Soul selling agent. And that soul selling agent actually distributes it all over. So, in this process, Mahaprabhu's arrangement of distribution of Krishna Prem, Nitananda Prabhu is a soul selling agent. Mahaja, Nitananda Mahaja. And there is a marketplace where this commodity is sold. What is the commodity? The commodity is the holy name which is the source of Krishna Prem. The holy name is the source of Krishna Prem. One chants the holy name, the result is he gets Krishna Prem. So this arrangement has been made by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And that's why he is Mahavadanya, the most munificent. In no other incarnation the Lord has displayed such mercy to the living entities. Like if we consider uh, normally, the Vedas are the are the source that is giving us the direction for spiritual progress. Now the Vedas initially uh, are dealing with Karmakanda section, then Gyanakanda section. The Karmakanda section of the Vedas are giving us the direction of how to enjoy in this material nature. That has been described in Bhagavad Gita as flowery words. Jamiman Pushpitan Bacha. Very flowery. Like, it's very alluring. You want this? Do this. You get it. You want to become very rich? Yes. This is how you can become rich. You want to become a king? This is how you can, you can become 
you are not satisfied being a king you want to be the ruler of the entire earth planet okay go ahead and do this you become the ruler of the earth planet you are not satisfied being the ruler of the earth planet okay fine huh? go become the ruler of the heavenly planet in this way the karmakanda section of the vedas are giving different directions but eventually what happens an intelligent person realizes that in spite of all my endeavor i am suffering i am suffering i thought by being rich i'll be free from suffering i'll enjoy i became rich still i'm suffering then i thought if i become a king then i'll be uh, able to enjoy i became a king still i'm suffering then i thought if i can become the king of the entire earth planet then i'll be able to enjoy and even then i'm suffering on the other hand the suffering conditions are actually increasing uh, because the enjoyment the higher is the degree of enjoyment greater is the extent of suffering so that is the reality so in this material nature everyone is meant to suffer and when one realizes that in spite of all my endeavor to enjoy i'm suffering did you all realize that okay please raise your hand those who are only few hands seriously who are who, how many of you are thinking that or realize that you are suffering in this material nature that's better <laughs> or did i twist your arm to raise your <laughs> so that is the intelligent understanding i am suffering dukkish krishna is saying dukkhalayam dukkhalayam this material nature is a place of suffering so when one realizes that this material nature is a place of suffering then naturally he wants to get out of that suffering condition so normally what one does one tries to get out of the material the karmakanda section gives the prescriptions how to enjoy and gyanakanda section shows the way how to get out of here <laughs> bhukti mukti karmakanda sections give bhukti or enjoyment in the material nature and gyanakanda leads to liberation but that liberation is not real liberation that one gets through gyanakanda the example is say a person is in a prison house he wants to get out of the prison what does one do normally what does a criminal who is suffering in the prison want to do right right dig a tunnel out of the prison right and he may get out of the prison by digging a tunnel he may escape but can he really escape no he may have gone out of the prison but the entire police will be after him 
he won't be able to live in a in a in a, uh, a happy way or uh, yeah become free from anxiety he can rather the anxiety increases in that condition because he has to constantly hide constantly run and then when he is caught then what happens put back to the prison the sentence has now increased become more severe but what this is the negative way of getting out of the prison what is the positive way of getting out of the prison you recognize why you are in the prison what is the cause crime what is the meaning of crime breaking the law is crime who makes the law the king so what is the safest way of getting out of the prison appeal to the king i'm sorry i made a mistake i promise i'll never ever commit this mistake right then the king what does he do he reports to the prison authorities it seems that this guy is improving so take care of him see how watch him how he is doing then the prison authorities see him as a role model for other prisoners so they put him up be like him then your suffering condition will be over and the prison authorities give him facilities he is not treated like a prisoner anymore he gets very special very special facilities he although in the prison he is like a free person and then eventually the king sends a message i need a good servant and the prison authority said he is the best one so the king sends his chariot to take him and where does the servant go he goes to the palace now out of these two options which one is better <laughs> the second one naturally so the first one is like trying to get out of the material nature by dint of one's own endeavor therefore gyanakanda is not the solution therefore chaitanya charitamrita actually saying karmakanda gyanakanda keboli bishero bhando amrito bhaviya jeva khai nana joni bhraman kore kadarjo bhakkhan kore tar janmo adhopate cha karmakanda section of the vedas and gyanakanda section of the vedas have been compared to two pots of poison bishero bhando bish means poison bhando means pot this karmakanda section and gyanakanda section of the vedas are two pots of poison omrito boliya jeva khai one who drinks that thinking that that's nectar he simply migrates from one body to another he simply transmigrates from one body to another and he eats all kinds of garbage and his life is doomed now <clears throat> what is the real way now here let us consider what is our crime okay first of all is it a prison house this material nature yes, yes. huh what is our situation 
criminals. Otherwise, why would we be here? Who goes to the prison? Who is sent to the prison? Not gentlemen. The criminals. Criminal means those who broke the law. Uh, whose law? The king's law. Who makes the law? King makes the law. Who is the king here? Krishna, the supreme personality of God, the king of kings. And his law is very simple. Sarvadharman Paritajya, Mamekam Sharanam Praja. Simple law. Surrender unto me. Now, when we didn't surrender unto him and wanted to become Krishna ourselves, of all the crimes, you know what is the most dangerous and most severe crime of all the crimes? To revolt against the king and try to take over his kingdom. Try to take over his throne. Nitanda Prabhu is a lawyer. He will confirm that. <laughs> Isn't it? When somebody tries to revolt against the king in order to take over his kingdom, that is the most severe or more worst kind of crime. And that was that is the crime that we committed. Maybe in an innocent way, uh, maybe whatever may have been the reason, but we wanted to become like Krishna, the supreme enjoyer. Krishna said, fine, go uh, to the place where here you can't be the supreme enjoyer because this is the reality, the absolute reality where there is no room, of, no room for falsity. That is the region of absolute truth. So in that world we could not fulfill our desire. Therefore Krishna sent us here where we can have the opportunity to become the enjoyer. Supreme enjoyer. In our minor, tiny little way we are actually trying to become the supreme enjoyer. Everyone from ant to the greatest personality in this material nature has the same tendency. You go to an ant and just uh, come on its way, the ant will stand. Who are you? Why are you stopping my progress? Don't you know who I am? So that is our condition. Everyone in this material nature is thinking, I am the greatest. I am the greatest. I am the center of everything. Everything is meant for my enjoyment. And we are being punished. But then somebody comes and tells us, Look, this is the reason why you are suffering. And this is the way out of your suffering condition. And he gives us the simple understanding from Bhagavad Gita, from Srimad Bhagavatam, from the essential Vedic scriptures. And this teaching is very simple. Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You are his part and parcel. Therefore, your business is to serve him. Don't want to become the master, become the servant. 
servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And the moment you develop that attitude, then immediately the suffering condition is over. <clears throat> we may not feel it immediately, but the process began. So this is how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually gave us a very, very simple process. Why it is so simple, why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is considered to be Mahavadanya, most munificent? Because in other ages, one had to go through these different levels or different process. Karmakanda section, Ganakanda section, and the, top, the ultimate aspect of the Ganakanda is Yoga, Ashtanga Yoga. In Ashtanga Yoga, one used to achieve Samadhi, trance by seeing the Lord in the heart. And seeing the Lord in the heart when one is to surrender to the Lord, then only devotion began or then only one became eligible to become a devotee of the Lord. So such an arduous process, go through Karmakanda section, go through Ganakanda section, achieve the perfection of yoga and then only comes the question of surrendering. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came and gave us a direct process. Don't have to go through all these arduous processes, direct achievement of the goal, surrender to Krishna. Krishna gave the process but people didn't understand. People didn't understand because they didn't have a qualified teacher to explain. The books may be there, but if the teacher is not there to reveal the books, we won't be able to understand the purport. So that is the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And following the process that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave, the bona fide spiritual masters are distributing this knowledge, distributing the process all over the world. And this is how, and this is why Srila Prabhupada came, this is why Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu sent Srila Prabhupada to fulfill his prediction that this Krishna consciousness movement would spread all over the world. And today we are seeing by Prabhupada's mercy it's happening. Everywhere this movement is spreading. Just Srila Prabhupada came and he gave the knowledge and his loyal followers are distributing that. And in this way, generation after generations, the process will continue. Parampara will continue. So, we are very fortunate that we somehow have come across Srila Prabhupada's teachings somehow or other became convinced about Srila Prabhupada's teaching and accepted the process and now we simply have to just continue. We have come to the right place, we found the right way and now we simply have to stay on and eventually we will be able to reach the ultimate destination which is the spiritual sky. Srila Prabhupada ki jaya, Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ki jaya, 
जय जय श्री चैतन्य जय नित्यानंद जय दैत चंद्र जय गोविंद because we are in the world of matter we are being constantly driven by our senses naturally they are craving for sense enjoyment so uh, this is natural tendency right and the wonderful thing is that's the that's another aspect that's why it's that this question is very nice very relevant because you give you giving me an opportunity to speak about chaitanya mahaprabhu special mercy you see the nice thing about sankirtan is that there is no rejection there is all acceptance only thing that we reject are no meeting intoxication illicit sex and gambling these are the only four no's otherwise everything is yes right yes in the sense you can do that in relation to krishna example krishna bara daya mohe kori bare jiv bhajay sab prasad anadilo 
right? So, whatever we are, you know, craving for, there is a possibility of doing it with Krishna's, with Krishna in the center, right? So that is the meaning of Sankirtan. That using everything for the sake of glorifying Krishna. Say somebody wants to be very rich. But when he thinks that let me become rich in order to spread Krishna consciousness. That's how that tendency is becoming spiritualized. Somebody likes to fight. Okay, fight for Krishna. Of course that has been forbidden in this age. <laughs> Mahaprabhu himself been taken take any weapon. So, serious fighting is not really the way, just, uh, but you know, I'm talking about in other ages, the thought that came to my mind was Arjuna is a warrior. Kshatriya, Kshatriyas love to fight. They, that is their joy, they derive their joy by fighting. Okay, fight for Krishna. So, you know, in Krishna Consciousness, there is room for everything in order to glorify Krishna. If you want to write, write for Krishna. If you want to sing, sing for Krishna. If you like to cook, cook for Krishna. Even if you like to eat, eat Krishna Prasad. <laughs> so, you know, there is a room for being engaged in a positive way. And in the course, in the process, yes, we are our senses are becoming gratified. We are enjoying. So Krishna consciousness is a process of like again another example. <coughs> Prabhupada is saying the Mayavadi, when somebody gives them money, they take their hands at the back and say, No, no, we don't touch money, we don't touch money. When somebody gives us money, we take it with our right hand and then we stretch our left hand for some more. <laughs> so that's the difference. Mayavad is probably saying that uh, they are so austere, but just put a rasgulla in their mouth and we'll see whether, whether austerity goes. <laughs> so, you know, it's all art, it's not natural what they are doing. Whereas Krishna consciousness is an absolutely natural process. Whatever your tendency is, you can utilize it in Krishna's service. And that is the prerogative that a leader, the leaders have. Like Prabhupada was a perfect leader because Prabhupada could engage his followers according to their propensity. So, propensities means that natural tendency that one has, there is no need to carve it, but dovetail it. That's the expression Prabhupada again used. Dovetail it. Yes? Like yesterday night, you were speaking about uh, leadership in this kind of, and um, you that nice question, and uh, you mentioned when the leader comes to the point of giving up desire for sense gratification and maintaining purity that they actually come to the stage of being an actual leader so it, it seems that at a certain point in our spiritual advancement we give up you know those 
um, personal qualities or, or uh, inclinations, and, and we actually, um, you know, s surrender ourselves. We, we, we come more under, you know, the guidance of, say, someone else who's under a spiritual master's guidance who's um, free from sense gratification. It, 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 do you see my question? It, it, it as one advances, it seems there's a certain point where we're no longer interested in personal tendencies or, or desires. And that becomes converted more into a unity with the desire of the spiritual master or the advanced Vaishnava. Is that correct? Um, like, like an example I would give is say, you know, as a grihasta, you're serving your family. But as a, an acharya, as a sannyasi, you're serving the acharya. Now you could say, okay, it's equal, but to me, it doesn't seem to be equal. It, it seems well, there's a more advanced stage. That's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Okay, so uh, there are different degrees of, you know, surrender and accordingly there are degrees of service attitude. Like, uh, no, but bottom line is that, you know, like the more we surrender, the more intense becomes our service attitude. And as you are saying, the purity, the purity is actually the purity of intention, ultimately. Right? Purity of intention means not for me or Krishna. Idam Krishnaya, no, no, no. Now, not that everybody will be at that, at that level, Total, totally surrendered to Krishna right away. It may not happen straight away, but that's the goal. So therefore, you know, like when somebody has certain, you know, desire to kind of go through, let him go through that. But gradually, if he is practicing the process properly, he will come to the point of perfect detachment. Uh, and it is not a matter of sannasi or vilasa. It is a matter of internal attitude. Like that's why Mahaprabhu is saying, Naham Vipranacha Narapati Nahapi Vaishnavasati. You know, I am not in this, you know, it doesn't matter what my situation is. I am neither belong to that. My thing is that I am a servant of Krishna. Externally, whatever my designation may be, but the ultimate consideration is that I am a servant of Krishna and so that is the ultimate consideration of purity. Manja, yeah, um, the last time you were, or the previous time you were the chairman of the international DDC, I read a wonderful dream that you had in which the Prabhupada came and you expressed your concern that he had asked that we cooperate as a sign of love for him, if we would cooperate. And uh, you were expressing this concern that it doesn't look like we are cooperating, so what is our position? Are we doing what's going to happen to us? And he sort of responded uh, and said many nice things to you. Now you're again the chairman of the International BDC. How do you see things have played out in terms of that dream that you had when Prabhupada responded by saying that 
one of the things that we had said was actually in future there will be people who will follow and so everything will be alright at the present time it may be because this world is a place of conflict. Some he said some universes that he travels to they cooperate in some universes they don't and this is one of those universes where people don't cooperate. So you said, well, does that mean that, you know, we're doomed? <coughs> you gave a very nice reply to that. Yeah. You know, things are changing in a way like, you know, soon after Prabhupada's departure from this planet, we were quite overwhelmed with grief and insecurity, immaturity, but with the passing of time, you know, like the maturity came and we are recognizing that we can't just continue to depend upon Srila Prabhupada all the time. We have to stand on our own feet. We have to take the rein and, <clears throat> you know, steer the movement, you know, like, so I will say that is the difference, you know. <laughs> Those days, you know, due to immaturity, I was feeling in a certain way. But today, I feel that we have to grow up. And growing up means do the right thing. Do the right thing. Because there is no consideration of, you know, my personal, you know, likes or dislikes. Our consideration should be what should the Prabhupada wanted. Our consideration should be what is needed to guide this movement for the future? What is needed to secure this movement for the future? And, and in order to do that, yes, we have to become united. You know, like, uh, I mean, I'll tell you, uh, I mean, a feeling that I have, like, you see, when I act as a GBC, I mean, say, when I was in the... Initially, when I came to the GBC, our movement at that time was going through a major problem, major problem. You know, practically, you know, you know, things were falling apart. And, you know, it was a challenge, you know, like, and we could face the challenge with the confidence, I'm not alone. I have the, you know, whole GBC body with me. So that is the real strength, you know. If we think that I will do it, I may not be able to do anything. But if I consider that we can do it, then it becomes easy. And I tell you, Prabhupada has created such a wonderful arrangement of, you know, the, a community of devotees. You know, ISKCON is such a wonderful arrangement of Srila Prabhupada. Like as I was telling the other day, you know, the cow protection. The moment we took up, took that up as an agenda, then all kinds of gates started to open up, you know. As if, you know, people say, oh, come on, I am with you. You know, from different corners, you know, like, you know, you get this, get this uh, wonderful support. And you feel that, I'm, you know, this is Prabhupada's project. Therefore, everyone is there to side with you and support you. So, I mean, do you have anything to add to that? Well, or? I was thinking that, you know, it's, it looks like to me now, 
from what happened earlier to now is that there's more acceptance of the devotees' initiative to do things, you know. Uh, I, I see now that more devotees are doing things by their own initiative and they're getting support from yeah. others yeah. who are saying like, Lord Krishna says that the two gifts he gave mankind were Krishi Goraksha, yeah. you know, the yeah. agriculture and cow protection. These are the two gifts to mankind. Right. But we didn't seem to so much take it up earlier because Srila Prabhupada didn't want the Sankirtan movement right. to get established. Exactly. So he didn't pay, didn't focus on that, but there was an immediate focus that had to be taken care of. Mm. Now it seems like the focus is changing to the gifts that uh, Lord Krishna actually yeah. gave Right. Is that, is that correct? Or am yeah. I just yeah, sure, sure. Like, you see, although uh, this is one of our most important agenda, Prabhupada couldn't push that agenda because his concern was to establish the movement. But now that the movement has been considerably established, then we can go into this specific agenda. Come to think of it, you know, if Prabhupada was just concerned about cow protection at that time, you know, could this movement spread the way it did? No. Rather, on the other hand, Prabhupada would have been faced an enormous opposition to that. Although Prabhupada Emphasize it. I noticed, like whenever Prabhupada used to speak to the Christian priest, something, Prabhupada's point was, why are you killing? Thou shalt not kill. Jesus is saying, I mean, your tenth command, one of the most important commandment is, thou shalt not kill. Why are you killing? Meaning, why are you killing cows? Prabhupada was emphatically pointing it out. You know. And so now it has, the time has come. And the world also is waking up. Like, you know, as I was telling you, the began vegans. From nowhere they came. I mean, obviously they took the thing from Srila Prabhupada or they developed that compassion towards the animals, which was totally missing in the Western culture. And they had all the sympathy for dolphins, they have all the sympathy for koala bears, and, but no sympathy for cows. Right? And now the world is... Like, as I was telling you the other day, I was in uh, Santa Cruz. We have, I went on a morning walk, Joppa walk, and in a garden, in a park. And on the park, on the tarred road, on white, in big bold letters has been written, We are vegans. We don't eat animals. <laughs> you know, so, you know, like, the world is waking up with that you know, understanding. And now is the time that we take the lead and point out that not just, you know, not just uh, banning the milk products, cow's products, that's not going to solve the problem. We have to literally stop the, uh, the, the culture of cow killing, directly approach that agenda. Protecting the cows. Uh, with the, you know, Buddhism, Buddhism said non-violence, right? Right. They said do not kill. Yeah. But more, more and more killing is going on. So, what Sri Prabhupada established the holy name as the basis on which everything can be done, the spreading of the holy name. And now the results are coming, actually, because yeah. of that. Right. You can see that. So, he gave us the right priorities, and then he said, now your service is actually 
to protect the cow. That's true. And yeah. to do uh, agriculture, so yeah. the whole world can become peaceful and right. be again and happier once more. And through this process, we can counteract Kali's influence. You know what Kali is doing is bringing people from the villages into the cities. And in the cities they are learning how to break the four regulative principles, becoming Kali's agents. So if we want to counteract Kali's project, Kali's agenda, then we have to take people from the cities back to the villages. And the way to do that is the basic foundation has to be agriculture and cow protection. Now I was told the big big farms are being sold out, you know, because the the next generation don't want to continue the farm, continue to farm, because they are more into you know sort of IT industries and other such jobs than farming. It's in a in a way it's good. Like we have to gather our resources and start buying all those farms. Actually, another thing is that the Chinese China is doing that. Many Chinese uh, people are coming and buying all these farms because they know that you know the importance of farming. Like uh, recently, I was in Australia, and they told me that they are buying up all the uh, the powdered milk from Australia and shipping them to China because they don't have milk. The culture, you know, the industrialization completely destroyed the agriculture community. So this, and that's why they are coming and buying all the farms in, you know, Australia, in, in Fiji also. They are buying a lot of farms in America. They are buying farms. We started the game, but others are superseding us. <laughs> Yes, Narutam Prabhu. Mars, I just uh, been traveling back and forth across the U.S. and I was shocked how many farms are for sale. Yeah, like any major highway, just practically coming into any city, you'll see two, three, four, ten, twenty farms for sale, and you'll see like the houses and the barns are kind of so-so condition. You know, like the family struggled and, and at the end finally just left it. And. Uh, um, my friends are telling me that the United States Department of Agriculture now is giving these like such low interest 30 year loans. Some of the devotee couples have been buying farms and the government funds it. Um, if you have even a small amount of experience, they, <clears throat> they fund the project. Everything you need to start it. Oh, wonderful. But I'm seeing that as a, as a huge trend across the country. But, you know, my question I, I really wanted to ask you is about um, in Virginia. Um, it seems that your project, I mean, it doesn't seem, it obviously has become tremendously successful and from every perspective that I can see and I've heard about. And my question is, it seems um, you know, it, 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 that you gained like the full support of the city and also of the local government. And I wanted, I wanted to ask you, you know, how did you springboard it? I mean, of course it's India, but you know, it, it just didn't happen automatically. I, I was wondering if you could speak just a little bit about it. Yeah, it was in 2004, Uma Bharti, one lady, spiritually inclined, 
you know, from her childhood she is giving discourses on Srimad Bhagavatam. She became the chief minister of Madhya Pradesh and she wanted ISKCON to be there. So I got to know about that. Then I got my secretary to be in touch with her. At that time I was in America. So when I went back, I met her. And and that's how it all started. You know, like, uh, it was she who actually proposed. Initially, I was thinking of a large piece of land on the bank of Narmada, because that's the main river there. But when I went and saw the place, you know, like I found that it's very rocky, the bank of Narmada. So in the evening I went back, you know, she, and when I met her, after seeing, actually she gave me her own private plane to go around and see the places. And I told her all the places I saw, I didn't like anyone. Then she suggested, why don't you think of doing something in Ujjain? Because Ujjain is a place of Sandipani Ashram. And then it occurred to me, so next morning I went to Ujjain. And, and you know, I immediately fell in love with that place. So that's how it started actually. I had some support, but unfortunately, she resigned shortly after that. Before we could even start our project. And the support is there, but the support is not like the way she was supporting us. Anyway, things are happening. So, yes. <laughs> so, I'll, this is the last question I'll take. We like to support the baby movement because, it, as you mentioned, it's, it leans towards cow protection in the sense that people care for the cow treated We have those, the the approach that we shouldn't have any dairy products. That this is, don't let us, vegan automatically means no dairy. So, in response to that, all of our ISKCON, in North America, all of the ISKCON restaurants have become vegan. Uh, They don't serve dairy, most of them in home programs and food for life. And we read in the higher case that we distribute to people. Prabhupada says that in, in the Christian consciousness movement uses many dairy products. Our the whole idea, our whole approach of cow protection, go raksha, is through the use of dairy products. And having a market for dairy products is helpful for the cows. The, the cow, like I read an article yesterday that there's a four billion dollar industry of cow slaughter in India. And there's no really connection of people becoming vegan and actually doing anything that actually helps the cows. But if the cows, if there's a market for milk, then people, they may, they, the cows have some bargaining chip. They have something to give. Yeah. yeah, as I mentioned in the course of our discussion, you see, veganism is a, uh, is a kind of a sentimental thing. It's not based on proper wisdom and knowledge. But still, you know, it is better than the worst. 
it's better than the worst, but it's not the best. <laughs> Krishna consciousness is the way. By, you know, like stopping to take cow's milk or milk product is not going to stop these people from, you know, because, you know, their main industry, their main source of income is not cow's milk, but cow's flesh. And milk is a byproduct for them of that industry. Therefore, they, aff- they can afford to sell it at, a, at such a cheap rate. So, anyway, like, but there is a big appeal. The vegans have a big support. So, not that we have to take their path. Like, as you said, okay, vegans want to eat, uh, don't, don't want to eat dairy products. So, in order to cater to them, you know, we say, okay, we won't use dairy products because they are our main customers. Here we are actually providing, uh, we, are, we are providing the demand, right? But that is not our main objective. We may not use the uh, milk products in the, in, in the restaurants, but in the altar, uh, 30% of our preparation that you offer to the deities are milk products. All the things are cooked in pure ghee. So, you know, our agenda is carrying on. But it's not that, that we have to follow the vegan. We are not going to offer vegan products to in Rajbhog, you know. Our Rajbhog will be according to our main standard. Our devotee's prasad is going to be according to our main standard. Where milk product is predominating. Thank you. Hare Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Gold, Prima. 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 Pr